Hey, Leading Learning listener, if you represent a membership organization looking for ways to expand your online course catalog rapidly with high quality content, we have good news. At leadinglearning.com AMA, you can find out how to make online training from the American Management Association available to your learners. Through a partnership between AMA and Tagoras, the parent company of Leading Learning, you can give your learners access to more than 70 e-learning modules covering essential business topics ranging from leading and innovating, to managing projects effectively, to working in hybrid teams. For details on how to grow your catalog with courses from a true global leader in management training, visit leadinglearning.com AMA. If you're a leader or an aspiring leader in the business of lifelong learning, you're in the right place. I'm Salisa Steele. And I'm Jeff Cobb. And this is the Leading Learning Podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 86 of the Leading Learning Podcast. In this episode, we talk with Paul Williams, Vice President of Professional Development and Education at Argentum, an organization that is implementing an assessment-based certificate, or ABC, program. Now, a couple of episodes back, we talked with Robin Galt-Winton from Castle about what ABC programs are and why learning businesses should care. So now we get to hear about what it's like to put one in place. Before we hear that, though, we want to take just a moment to thank Castle, our sponsor for the second quarter of 2017. Castle is an accomplished full services certification and licensure testing company that also offers its clients a variety of learning solutions capabilities. With an expert team of testing and instructional design professionals and a 30-year history of excellence in its field, Castle understands what it takes to develop and deliver quality learning and certification programs. To find out more about Castle's custom learning solutions, go to leadinglearning.com slash Castle. Related to Castle and to this episode's interview with Paul Williams, we also want to highlight that Castle is offering Leading Learning listeners a free 30 to 45 minute consultation with Robin Galt-Winton to explore whether and how an assessment-based certificate program might work for your organization. To schedule an appointment, all you have to do is go to leadinglearning.com slash askcastle, and we'll also put that in the show notes for this episode at leadinglearning.com slash episode 86. Now, Salisa, you got the honor of talking with Paul Williams about what his organization is doing, um, so what can listeners look forward to in that conversation? Well, Paul and Argentum are in the process of creating and rolling out their assessment-based certificate. And so I think this is a great chance to talk with him because it's all very fresh in his mind what prompted uh, Argentum to undertake an ABC, um, what the process of developing and rolling it out is like, and what lessons he's learned along the way. They're a little past probably halfway through the process at this point, so there's still things that he's out there discovering, still things for them to, to figure out, but he's has a lot under his belt, and that's what we talked about. Well, I love it when we're able to introduce a a major concept like this, like uh, assessment-based certificates, something that really all learning businesses should be tuned into, and then also be able to offer an example of that concept actually being put into action, which sounds like is what we're going to get with Paul. So looking forward to hearing that discussion. Let's go ahead and roll the interview. Hello. 
Hello there. I'm Salisa Steele, and this is the Leading Learning Podcast. Today, I'm joined by Paul Williams. Paul is the Vice President of Professional Development and Education at Argentum, which is the leading national trade association serving companies that own, operate, and support professionally managed senior living communities in the United States. Paul, thanks for taking time for the Leading Learning Podcast. Pleasure to be with you. And since I offered only a very brief introduction of you, would you start off by saying a bit more about Argentum and your role there? Yes. Well, Argentum, as you had indicated, is uh, the leading association um, for senior living operators. And when we say senior living, we're really defining uh, assisted living communities, memory care communities, independent living, as well as uh, our companies also operate home health, hospices, and in some cases that we don't represent them, of skilled nursing. Well, it sounds like very important and and needed work that Argentum is is helping these organizations provide. And for our conversation today, I'm especially interested in digging into an assessment-based certificate that I know you're in the process of developing and rolling out. But before we get to that piece specifically, would you just give us a bit of an overview of of education and certification that Argentum provides in general, so we have sort of that bigger picture uh, before we get to the ABC? Yes, I I think certification is actually something that we're fairly new to as as far as Argentum. Um, We had key industry stakeholders a few years ago, both within Argentum, but also some that are um, not members of our genome, but certainly prominent operators and thought leaders and stakeholders in the industry. And one idea that galvanized from conversations was the need to professionalize the industry through certifications, uh, certificates, lifelong learning opportunities for our professional and certainly staff at the uh, community levels, um, again, in order to raise the bar for the industry. So what Argentum's first undertaking was was to establish a certification for assisted living executive directors. Uh, we began that process in 20, actually it was 2014, but uh, 2015 was all development where we had subject matter experts from a wide variety of uh, disciplines within senior living that were intimately familiar with what an, assist, an experienced assistant living executive director needed to know in the way of knowledge uh, and competencies. And so what that led to was our developing a certification for those assisted living executive directors that uh, is based upon them meeting eligibility criteria, which at a minimum is three years in the assisted living executive director role. Uh, as well as that's with a college degree. There's also a path of experience for those that don't have a college degree. And then passing a 150-question uh, examination uh, at a remote testing center. So if they fulfill those um, rather rigorous uh, requirements, they then earn the right to um, display the certification, our actual um, certification is called the Certified Director of Assisted Living. So they become certified CDALs at that point. And we just had our inaugural class um, in 2016 um, where we um, had 200, approximately 255 professionals that uh, met all the requirements and passed the examination. So now we're in our subsequent testing periods. And that was really our Genem's first uh, 
leap out of the box, so to speak, in the certification and professional development arena. Well, great. And so in addition to um, that particular certification, I mean, do you also offer other um, education that are just kind of more um, on a course uh, basis? Or I know you you have an annual event, you have education as, as part of that, I'm assuming? We do, and that's probably our primary uh, right now, the primary way that we develop um, not only continuing education opportunities for our professionals that work in senior living that require that, but certainly for those that don't require it, it uh, the conference provides uh, our most visible um, mechanism for uh, operators, C-suite executives, you know, all the way down to staff-level positions to be able to learn about the latest trends and certainly um, very important aspects of their jobs and senior living in general at our conference. And that becomes a very, um, that's our biggest learning opportunity for um, our senior living associates. We're also looking into right now um, through our, uh, our GEMS Workforce Development Committee and other types of learning opportunities. Um, we're currently in the position of mapping out what that looks like, but we're certainly getting input not only from within the industry, but certainly with our collaborations with universities that are already offering senior living and aging uh, development-related tracks of education. Uh, we're working with them as well as others in order to be able to bring that information in the most feasible way for not only our members, but certainly um, employees at all levels within senior living. Well, that's really exciting. I know that there's a lot of um, talk in the uh, association space around that that role that associations can play in workforce development. So that that sounds like exciting uh, partnerships that you're exploring there. So let's talk a little bit about the uh, assessment-based certificate that you're working on. Um, and, and we recently did a, an episode on what ABCs are, and we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes. I don't think we have to start with a generic definition, but I think it would be helpful to define your ABC, you know, what it covers in terms of, of topic and scope. Right. And let me just say that I think uh, one of the issues we raised a little early in our conversation was, as certainly as our Genom, along with other of our association and organizational um, counterparts, as we look at professional development and specifically in certifications and certificates, the first thing we evaluate is, you know, whether the program that we're going to develop falls more in line of developing a certification, a formal certification, or does the certificate meet our need? And for the ABC that we're developing, um, which is the Senior Living Sales Counselors uh, Certificate Program, this was actually a brainchild of our uh sales and marketing roundtable, which is composed of the chief sales and marketing executives of their respective companies. So these are really top-level talent, and they recognized five or six years ago that there was a real need, given that there are a lot of sales associates that are uh, coming to work for senior living companies, that they don't always have the requisite amount of knowledge about the senior living industry, you know, meaning like what different levels of senior living are there, what are price points, what are the different services that you receive uh, in each senior living component. So they really felt that there was a big need out there for um, some type of program that would 
not only provide the requisite industry knowledge that an effective salesperson in senior living would have to know, but would also cover um, marketing strategy you know, specific to uh, the senior living space and the consultative sales process, which in some ways is very unique um, and has unique aspects uh, working within senior living. So that's basically what we built the uh, ABC program for uh, Argentum was we built it around those three areas, industry knowledge, uh, marketing strategy, and consultative sales process. Um, Right now, where we're at in that process is we will convene an item writing panel, meaning they will develop the questions for the test. Um, That will occur next month. Uh, then there'll be a validation and test assembly meeting later on this summer. Uh, simultaneous to that, and actually this occurred before the item writing, we have been um, in the process of developing a module, and that's how the, the accredited base certificate program for the senior living sales counselors will work, is there will actually be a training module that will be based upon the three areas that I identified before. And in order to sit for the test for the ABC certificate, all of the candidates will have to successfully complete the modules on those three areas. And once they have successfully completed that, then they will be eligible uh, to sit for the examination. And of course, subject to their passing the, um, the, the test, they will then earn their certificate, the Senior Living Sales Counselor Certificate. Go ahead. No, I was going to say the only thing I would add there is even though um, it may sound like this is for people that are new to the industry, our companies um, within our genome have committed to taking, um, to having this test um, taken by every sales professional in their organizations, including people at the top levels uh, and top positions such as they occupy. Oh, that's great. So uh, you, you're going to have a, a built-in audience from, from day one then. That's correct. And so those modules, are those uh, um, going to be offered online? Is that uh, an asynchronous where, where people can kind of come in and do it according to their own schedule? Or is that going to be place-based and on a set schedule? How does that work? It's exactly, uh, it is online. So they can do this in their at their work, um, certainly in their home. And they can, you know, come in and check out. Um, they don't have to complete it all at one time. So it's very much based upon their availability um, and ability to complete that. So, And as well as the test will be available, that they can take it online either in their home or certainly in their work sites or, or other areas. Well, that's great. And, um, you know, you mentioned that all the member companies have committed to having um, their uh, employees that sort of fall into this uh, sales counselor role, um, go through the ABC. Are you, is that offered at a fee to members or is that included in membership? How, what's the uh, economics behind the ABC? There is a separate price for that. Um, we're, we're finalizing. I mean, obviously we have an idea of what it is and we've shared that with them, with the stakeholders, but it's fairly minimal. Obviously what we're trying to do is uh, make it as easy as possible for companies to be able to, um, as we think it's important that they have their sales associates complete this, but but it is an extra cost, and um, 
but certainly the savings are by doing it as a certificate program, which is the most appropriate thing. It's far less expensive to do it this way and still capture what we're trying to accomplish rather than roll this out as some part of bigger sales and marketing certification. And do you have a sense at this point around um, how long those three modules and then the the relevant um, uh, assessments that go with them, how long that would take for someone to, to do? I do know that the, um, the test is going to be a 75-question test. Um, uh, as far as the completion uh, time for the modules right now, I'm not aware because we're still finalizing the modules, so we really haven't had people... Um, go through yet and beta test, you know, length and, in a sense, iron out any kinks. That, that'll be something that we will probably have uh, available by midsummer as far as, and I could certainly provide that information then, but right now we, the, the modules aren't complete to where we could beta um, length of time and um, any of the other feedback we're looking for before the live launch. Yeah, well, it makes sense since you're yeah right in the thick of things right now. So you're uh, talk a little bit about the the timeline. When when did you begin work uh, on this, and kind of how much time remains still until this is out and available? Yeah, actually, we began this um, effort last summer. In fact, last June is when we convened um, approximately twelve. Uh, sales and marketing professionals with extensive experience um, in Nashville to, in a sense, develop the job task analysis uh, for this certificate. So they, through that work, they identified uh, the three areas um, that the certificate will cover. Again, that's industry knowledge, marketing strategy, and consultative sales process. So they developed not only the, the the three domains, but certainly the competencies that the tests and the learning modules will cover um, in that. Then we, uh, in the early fall, based upon their work, we, in a sense, did a job task survey that was sent out to a larger range of sales and marketing professionals. And through that research, um, through our test development firm, we were able to validate that indeed uh, that the work that the job task analysis performed um, was right on the mark. So we had those two key events last year, and starting probably in November of last year is when we began development of the learning modules. So that work has continued on through small groups of subject matter experts performing that work, which leads us now um, to the stage where we're nearing completion of the learning modules, and we're going to start actively um, in the next month or so the um, item writing or question writing for the uh, online certificate or certificate test. And, and when do you expect that to complete? And I know I'm asking you to, to predict, and, and a lot could change, but it, I mean, it, I'm just trying to get a sense of the overall picture because it sounds like up until this point, it's been roughly 12 months. Um, right. And, and so then, you know, another six months to sort of get the, the right. test written, or do you think it'll be longer than that? I think the test uh, should be written and the test assembled uh, by August, and we could be looking. Um, at November, December for the first launch of the people being able to take the modules and ultimately the test. Well, great. So then that does sound like then roughly maybe an 18-month sort of uh, timeline for, for you from 
That's great. Well, you know, one question I had had is that I, and, and this may not apply as much to you since it sounds like the the ABC has one specific audience, those those folks in sales and your certification, that certified director of assisted living um, really is for another set of, of your audience. But, you know, was there any concern at any point around any confusion over kind of, well, you know, the certificate versus certification and, and that people might not understand sort of the differing um, values or, or what each one is is um, actually confirming about that particular individual? It, it, it's a huge learning curve, uh, to be frank, because, you know, I think any audience, and particularly credentials within the senior living industry, are fairly new. I mean, there's some that have been around, but by and large, I, I think uh, it's been a large learning curve um, as we've had to communicate for the different programs, CDAO being one communication, and now the um, senior living sales counselor being another. And we have had sessions both at our conference and I have performed them one-on-one for audiences to kind of talk about the thought processes of how we determine whether um, we do a certification program as we did for CDAOs and why we determined um, for the sales, senior living sales why the certificate program made more sense. So, yes, there's a huge education part of it, and uh, the other part of it that, that, again, that the average person doesn't know is um, just even about assessment-based certificates. I mean, there's a, there's a million different kinds of certificates that you can get that aren't assessment-based and um, that most people, you know, have to understand that um, for ours, you have to pass a test, um, you have to go through the modules, whereas some of the ones that they may have had more experience with, they may have just, it may have been more of a participatory certificate where they show up for a certain amount of days and learn, obviously, the objectives, but that there's no assessment. They just simply, they, they get the certificate based upon their participation in some type of learning event. Then you get into some distinctions between um, letters after the name, like when mm. you, with the CDAO, people that successfully complete that and fulfill all eligibility requirements are able to put initials after their name. And having to explain to people that in a certificate program that um, certificates generally, you know, 98% of the time, that's not something that you go through and you're, you're able to put initials after your name. It's just a different, there's just different ways of fulfilling uh, these type of programs be a cert- certification and certificate. I think that's mainly what we've tried to explain to them and why we've developed a different product for um, uh, different uh, functions, per se. In, in this case, assisted living being a certification. But for the sales and marketing, at least where we're capturing specific skills, um, where a certificate made more sense. And then explaining to them that, hey, you know, at, at one point in time, there may be um, an initiative that our gentleman will undertake where we do develop a formal certification for sales and marketing roundtable. But for right now, our leaders have basically said that's more important to develop this uh, program on competencies, um, and that's why the certificate made a lot more sense for that. So it, it's just been, a, as I said, a, a giant learning curve and just trying to, to – make the distinctions between certificate programs and certifications and why uh, certain programs fit better into one or the other. 
Well, and it sounds like then what you're trying to do is just be as transparent and open as possible about um, what drives the decisions and that there may be uh, things that lead to a different decision in the future, as you were saying, sort of a could be a certification for those sales counselors in the future. So, and I would say, and the other thing that we have made a decision at our genome, whether we are doing certifications or certificates, is that we intend for every one of our certifications and certificates to have some assessment component. Because mm. we feel right now we know there's a lot of, um, I, I, I would say, a lot of chatter and, and clutter out there about certain things. And we just feel that for the investment that our professionals will make in, in these, that we want it to, to mean something, that they have actually not only gone through um, any training or eligibility requirements, but that they, at the end of the day, they're having to pass a psychometrically valid examination that truly tests um, the competencies that we have written into each of our either certification or certificate programs. Yeah, no, I think that's a great point to have that, to be able to have the data to show that, yes, learning actually happened. It seems great. So next question is, you know, if an organization is considering an assessment-based certificate, but they haven't really done anything yet, where or how would you recommend that they get started? I think the first thing to get started, and I, and I know it's usually the first step that groups do, but I, I find unless they've had a, prof- a professional testing organization or somebody that has experience in building these programs is to get together with a group of stakeholders and to really figure out what you're trying to build. And a lot of those questions kind of answer themselves. I mean, when you get together, for instance, with the sales and marketing, uh, with the Senior Living Sales Counselor Certificate Program, we basically sat those professionals in the room and said, okay, we know that the underlying problem that you want to address is, or the challenge is, is that we're getting a lot of folks that don't have senior living knowledge um, and we have to come up with a program that gives them that knowledge so that they're better able to represent the different levels of senior living, but also to be able to identify what the needs are. So I think through going through that process of what we want to accomplish um, with a particular program um, through that one meeting, I, I really think that sets the stage for everything else. In a lot of ways, it's probably the most difficult meeting just because Everybody's probably got their own ideas, but the great thing is usually by the end of those meetings, everybody is really in unison about what um, needs to be accomplished through a particular program and really at the end what the, what are those underlying components that are so vital to building the program out um, leading to either the certification program or certificate program. All right, so starting point is being crystal clear on what you want to accomplish within ABC and getting those stakeholders involved in that discussion. So, you know, you're, you know, it sounds like about, what is it, two-thirds or so through um, your ABC. Um, so if you had a chance to do it again, um, is there anything that you'd do differently in terms of the design or, or the development um, at this point or, or any sort of ahas that you've had along, along the way? I think the big aha, and this probably goes with the certification program too, is you really do need probably more volunteers um, as far as their services, subject matter experts, than we probably initially um, 
plan for. Um, as you get into these programs, I mean, obviously everybody has day jobs usually that are working on these. So I think in retrospect, I would have probably shot a little bit higher on my initial targets for the number of volunteers I needed um, for each of the programs. Uh, not to say we, we've actually hit all of our deadlines, um, but I, I think it would have been much, uh, I think it would have been a much easier process with more people involved. Mm, excellent. And so, you know, we've been talking so far largely about the assessment-based certificate that, that Argentum is working on, but I'd like to widen the scope a little bit um, and just get your your broader take on learning these days and, and what's happening in learning that's exciting to you. And this might be something that is involved in what Argentum is doing with, with learning, or it could just be something that excites you as, as an individual lifelong learner. I, I think one thing that we're doing at Argentum or we're getting ready to embark on, which I am very excited about, is we're actually going to be looking at developing a, a comprehensive survey um, for our membership to find out how they are filling both statutory and or um, company and optional professional development needs within their companies. And we're, and we're doing that basically to find out, you know, what are their reliance on uh, and how often they use third-party education partners, how much of that they're doing and what they're doing in-house. And also, particularly among the professionals, the C-suite executives, where are they going for their lifelong learning and um, uh, or if it's mandated, their um, professional um, uh, requirements, continuing education. And I think the exciting part for us is is that it will help us identify niches that we can fill. I mean, the last thing that we want to do is compete with anything that's doing well um, for our company. So um, I think it will really be enlightening for us to look at the data when we get that back um, and to have a lot of our questions answered and then for us to be much more tactical and strategic about um, – what the need is out there, and what role um, our genem can play in that. I think the other thing that we're really looking at um, is we know that there's a lot of, particularly at the university community college level, um, there's some great uh, continuing education and just great topical um, courses that are out there for senior living professionals. And we're really trying to, um, not only at the university level, but I think in general, to see what we can do to make those opportunities as um, distance learning friendly as possible. Because the one challenge we have in our industry is that as much as our companies would love to send people for two or three week courses, the reality is um, that's not going to happen. So what we want to be able to do is to really look at increasing opportunities, learning opportunities for our members um, from a distance learning and uh, digital standpoint. Well, that sounds great. Sounds like both that focus on, on digital and that comprehensive survey, both of those are really targeted at helping you understand your members' needs, which um, then is a, a great starting place to find, as you said, those niches that you can fill to make sure they're getting all the learning that they need. So the next to last question, and this is one we like to ask uh, everyone that we interview for the Leading Learning Podcast, and that's just how do you approach your own lifelong learning? Yeah, I, I think I, I saw that question. I was very, um, 
I, I, I'm lucky because in one sense I do have a professional credential that I maintain. So um, one thing I had always done, I belonged to the American Society of Association Executive and had their certified association executive uh, credential. So there is a professional development opportunity. But one thing I've done personally with mine is I, I've always attended um, ASAE events and Certainly, it's broadened my um, knowledge of the association management space. But as in the last few years, um, as we've talked about over the last several minutes about our Genom's foray into professional certifications and certificate programs, um, I've become active with um, another organization, the Institute for Credentialing Excellence. And by attending um, their conferences and um, different seminars, I've gotten a lot of very useful information, um, particularly impactful as Argentum begins their um, our journey into certifications and certificates. So um, I, I've been very fortunate to be able to find organizations and learning opportunities, um, not only to have helped me in my association management uh, career in general, but now specifically in the last couple of years, um, specialty training, particular to people that are running um, credentialing organizations. And that's one thing that our Genom did, um, is we have formed um, a credentialing organization that's separately incorporated. Um, it's called the Senior Living Certification Commission, and they've got their own board, own separate governance. And the reason we did that is um, we, obviously, the autonomy from Argentum for this, but we also ultimately want to have our certifications accredited by a third party, knowing that it's a higher standard for us to meet, but also at the end of the day, if we're able to achieve that accreditation, it will be a much more valuable credential for our um, certificates. Well, great. Yeah, it sounds like both those examples, the, the CAE and then what you've been doing with ICE as well, that those have been really targeted uh, and, and very helpful to you as you've embarked on these um, certificate and certification work at Argentum. So that's it's great to have learning that you can put to, to use right away. So last question for you, Paul, just if listeners want to know more about Argentum or to the extent that you're open to it, connect with you, where should they go? Um, first, um our Argentum website is Argentum, A-R-G-E-N-T-U-M dot O-R-G. Um, they can visit our website. Um, we have a lot of information about not only our learning, but general organizational information. I had just referenced the Senior Living Certification Commission, which is um, our credentialing organization that right now houses the Certified Director of Assisted Living Credential. Uh, that can be, um, we have a website for that organization. It's SLCC certification, all one word, dot O-R-G. And I would be more than happy to speak with anybody and certainly learn about what others are doing um, along similar pursuits. Uh, my email is pwilliams, P-W-I-L-L-I-A-M-S, at argentum dot O-R-G. And my phone number is area code 703-562-1183. Well, great. Thanks so much, Paul, for making time to talk with me. Oh, it was a pleasure, Lisa. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
So that wraps up our interview with Paul Williams. As we're exiting, we want to say thanks once again to Castle, a full-service certification and licensure testing company that also offers its clients a variety of learning solutions capabilities. You can find out more about Castle's custom learning solutions at leadinglearning.com slash castle. To get show notes for this episode, go to leadinglearning.com slash episode 86. While you're there, you will see various options for subscribing to the podcast. And if you're getting value out of the podcast, we would be truly grateful if you would subscribe. We would also be ever so grateful if you would take just a minute to give us a rating and review on iTunes. All you have to do is point your browser to leadinglearning.com slash iTunes. And as we always say, you know, we appreciate knowing that people value this podcast and it also makes it easier for others to find Leading Learning. Also consider telling others about the podcast. You can send out a tweet by going to leadinglearning.com slash share, or if tweeting isn't your thing, you can pick another social network of your preference and spread the good word that way. So thanks as always, and we'll see you next time on the Leading Learning Podcast. <laughs>